0: hello all of you in the chat nice and early and to answer the question at the top of the chat channy sports hello wins the stream starting the answer to that question channy is now wait and as always i'm here with my sparring partner my partner in crime man like Quinny. how
1: you doing mate very good very good Stashy. i've just uh, started a GoFundMe page the La liga celebration cards are out and <laughs> the griezmann has to be the card to get man what a card that looks like nice we drop from them and uh, yeah, we're back. We missed a wee week last week. It was just uh, passing ships in the night. We just couldn't get it kind of lined up, unfortunately. But we're back for double crutches, episode 77, for all the, the injured players, all the injured cards we're carrying. So yeah, good one, Chani, fist bump to you and everyone else joining us live, of course. I see JC and a bunch of other people uh, hanging in with us, so good to see you all. And yeah, it's, uh, it's been a minefield stish, I think, over the last week or two, with injuries, DNPs, rotations, fixture piling up. Mm. And everything else in between. Um, I don't even really know where to kick off the top of the show. We were just actually scratching through, but our Spotify wrapped for the year. So honestly, huge shout out to everyone that follows the podcast on Spotify, uh, mm. on the audio version. A lot of loyal fans on there, so thanks very much. A lot of uh, lovely reviews and ratings. If you haven't done that, please do jump over to Spotify, Google, or any of the places where you get podcasts. It's everywhere. But just you know, like it, follow, share, all that good stuff. Rate and review whatever you need to do, uh, support, the, support the podcast, whatever you watch it. But we were just going through that as well, Stish, and yeah, it's been a big year on the podcast, hasn't it? There's been a lot of end product throughout
0: the year. Yeah, it has been a good year. It's, it's flown by, hasn't it? It's amazing to think that we are at episode 77 um, of the podcast. It's, um yeah, it's flown by, and there's been so much that's gone on, you know, week to week. We've had loads to talk about, haven't we, this this year? I think that the, the updates have been coming thick and fast. Um, no less we've had another one today which we'll be getting into as well I saw that we've got new pitch notes that just uh, landed as a nice little notification on my so rare uh, tab open on the lappy so we'll get into that in a bit there's plenty of plenty of things to talk about as always isn't there um like I said even of late in those sort of international breaks we've been uh inundated with little updates and tweaks and yeah it's been a an eventful year as we come into the end of it it hasn't been particularly eventful for me in the last couple of weeks in terms of the end product though quinny i must say uh i did manage to scrape myself a little tier five uh last week um and i bet my tier five was alex Crowell, who a few years ago if you were early to the platform might have remembered him um in his spartac days he was a card definitely uh for the under 23 managers at the time was quite putting up some quite decent scores out there but looking at um, what he's up to at the moment, not the output's not quite uh, what you'd hope. Um, He's in Germany playing his trade now and he's not getting the minutes, but yeah, just to see him pop up in in my tier five reward was surprising. And uh, yeah, he's down his rare cards valued at about five, six quid, which is crazy when you think about it, but uh, yeah, always, always happy to, to win something. Haven't been particularly uh, effective in the cap 240. uh, divisions the last couple of weeks so starting to feel the burn of like not bringing any of that ethereum home especially watching the number go up in the the world of crypto so um this week's looking okay midweek the only potential um fawn in my plans was captaining joachim anderson last night who played a pretty poor game i watched a lot of the palace game um, against bournemouth they were atrocious um he didn't have a great deal to do um, I was surprised at some of the actions that I did notice him not being scored though. Like, definitely a couple of jewels there that I was like, "That's a jewel," you know, like winning a header in the air is a jewel, mm-hmm. right? He's up there, he's won a header. So yeah, I was I was kind of watching it because the two airs in that all-star rare plus lineup came up trumps to me. O'Reilly in amongst the decisives again, and um, a recent reward for mine, uh, Nicholas Kuhn, who plays in Austria Vienna he managed to bag an, uh, an assist as well. So they done the bit. The captain's up next. I was really hoping for, you know, one of his standard kind of 60 plus nice bit of AA. And I did actually fancy Palace to get a result. and um, wasn't the case. Uh, they were pretty shocking. Um, I know there's a few people in the community heading to Celeste Park weekend for the Liverpool fixture. Um, could see Palace getting severely turned over if they turn up the way that they did last night against Bournemouth. So, yeah, difficult. Um, Goalkeeper overnight, Raphael, did put a clean sheet in, though. So it does put me in a half-decent position to finish in amongst the rewards with uh, Mats Vifa to play tonight um, against Volendam. So fingers crossed, bit of end product for the weekend. Um, And then, yeah, looking at the weekend, you've already mentioned the double crutches for episode 77. I'm definitely feeling the effect of uh, a lot of injuries at the moment. And, you know, wasn't great news to find out Egan has been added to the long term injury list at Barcelona. That's yeah. definitely going to hamper my chances at the top end of my uh, pickings. He's definitely right up there. Probably is the the best goalkeeper card that I own. So going to be missing him. Uh, what look I'm still it's still a bit unclear. I mean unless I've missed the news I don't know if there's been um a decisive update on exactly how long they expect him to be out but we know it's lower back surgery now which doesn't sound short-term to me. That could be a fair few months, um, at least, I'd yeah. imagine, especially for a goalkeeper who's flying around, diving on the floor. So that that was a hammer blow. Um, obviously, I'm going to miss Donnarumma for the next few game weeks because of the red card that he got. So, uh, yeah, the next few game weeks, I think I'm going to have to be really careful about where I place my sides and try and pick my battles wisely um, just to try and get the most out of the cards that I've got available at the minute with all these injuries piling up. And suspensions in my case with donnarumma as well so um yeah it's actually a bit of a headache selecting my teams at the moment i don't know about you Quinny, but i've been taking more and more time to do it of late just trying to get the the placement of my best teams correct like what division i play them in and you know like often at the moment with o'reilly being such a strong card that means my u23 is maybe taking a hit to put him into all-star rare plus with all the, the heavy hitters but. Because of all these injuries, I'm actually even thinking this weekend I might be going heavy into just like All-Star Rare and, and just trying to put the best team possible in there and then just seeing where everything else lies after it. So, yeah, I don't know about you, but the injuries are flying in for me. How's your gallery looking at the moment?
1: Um, a little bit, of, yeah, it's, it's kind of sprinkled around some injuries over the last month or two. I'm actually, I got, I got Tierney back at the weekend, which was cool, and I've got pie coming back, which is it, fantastic. And uh, I've got more kind of, my guys have been injured for a while, you know, that's mm. kind of what I'm getting at here. But mm. I think, see, like the last couple of game weeks, it has felt a wee bit like Kobayashi Maru, if you know what that is. So it's like the unwinnable scenario where even if you do have the guys, like, I, I've so, like, two weeks ago, I was talking about how I had, like, no decisives anywhere in my gallery. So, it was, like, it was just unfeasible. I could have put any team together that could have actually won, even if I was to rewrite history and redo my teams and everything. Last weekend, it wasn't that bad, but I wasn't too far away from being in the same realm, if you get me. So, it's been it's, it's been a funny old couple of game weeks in that sense as well. And I think sometimes there's just that, you know, like, last night or this week this midweek. So... Coming into the midweek, I had the conundrum of I only had like two goalkeepers, three goalkeepers playing. Celtic are playing midweek, all the rest of it. And I said when I was building my lineups, I was like, I know I should just be playing Cunha over Kyogo because mm. Cunha's playing Burnley and he's on form and Kyogo's not on form, even though he plays for Celtic and he's at home and it's a midweek. I should just do that. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't. And it's probably one of the few times where, you know, normally like I've dropped Kyogo actually two or three times over the last no, I've actually dropped him twice over the last three weeks before this and changed up my forward position just because I was playing him in some caps and different things. Um, but I didn't do it on that occasion and it kind of went against me. But I'm even looking at it now and I'm thinking, even if I did get the extra points, you know, um, looking at just the way the Celtic game actually finished, no clean sheet, et cetera, mm. still some big games to go tonight. Like I might not, I might not have actually made that much of a difference anyway. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a tricky, a tricky portion of the season for me. I'm not too sure mm-hmm. if it's down to my gallery individually or yeah, you know, just galleries is depth is with the kind of size and depth that is mine as well. Maybe feel that from time to time. But yeah, it feels a wee bit of Kobe and Maru kind of the unwinnable
0: situation for me there know. I feel like because, probably also because like a lot of your like key components of your gallery, um being a Celtic fan as well, I think you've got like that kind of compounded interest of having some really powerful Celtic cards in your gallery and Celtic just having this blip at the moment where they're not rolling teams over like they expected to they're struggling through a little bit there's a a little bit of rotation going on as well you'll know this better than me I'm only following from like the cards that I hold and you know like keeping a keen eye on the fixtures and that but um I definitely feel like you know a lot anyone that listens to the podcast who's probably like a bit reliant on a big Celtic win to like really boost up, bring up the whole gallery almost, you know, like if you're spreading uh, maybe some of your big cards across like two or three of your like key lineups and you know, those, those will really rely on the Celtic result coming through, Um, you know, anyone, I think that's the thing maybe that we can discuss a little bit about stacks in general, isn't it, is like when they hit, they, it's amazing, you hit big, you'll hit a weekend big, you might hit well across three or four teams. But if you don't, it's the opposite, isn't it? It's like four teams down the pan, or or like yeah, or likewise. Or so, yeah, yeah, it must be difficult for you, obviously, as a fan of Celtic. Just frustrating time to be a Celtic fan, but also as a holder of their cards on the platform. I'm sure. Yeah, I say it's, it's it is the card aspect of it
1: as well because it's not just them. It's like it's my whole gallery. If you know what I mean, it feels like, like normally I look at my cards and I look at my results and I think, oh, I should have put that guy in that division now they seen me over the top or that would have made this difference but last couple of weeks like you know scores have been good but equally like from the field but my scores have not been uh like that great either so it's like yeah. not that close despite even yeah i, I think that's just so yeah i can a feel with the now. so we're coming into uh you know this kind of portion of the seasons normally where i do quite well anyway i always i always seem to have good uh, memories around christmas and stuff like that so mm. kind of looking forward to it um from that kind of end product angle been quite dry for uh thresholds over november i think you mentioned that in the kind of intro sequence as well but like yeah. i think november there was an international break and there was just fixtures all over the shop rotation was terrible i don't think anyone did that great in november so now that we're in december i think everyone's kind of waiting they get up and going and suddenly knock out some rewards again and it's you know kicked maybe off. not quite
0: kicked off yet. Yeah, I think November was like mixed for me. I was having a look at um I think like the, obviously I meant I managed to bag that Harry Kane win right at the beginning of the month which was amazing. So I'll always be able to look back historically on that November being a particularly like a fruitful month for me. But yeah, the back end of it and the beginning of this month has been the total other end of the spectrum where I've I've racked my brain for hours to get the lineups where I want. I'm, I'm feeling really good about everything, you know, trying to target though, make sure that I've got the, um, thresholds locked in as best as I can. And then maybe really putting like powerhouses into like all-star rare plus a lot of, you know, like the big rewards of one are going into one lineup and then, you know, the rest of it's like scattered about because I think, um, sometimes I hear your voice actually in my head when I'm putting my lineups together and it'll be like, you know make sure you 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 go out to win go out to win the division so i really do at the minute i'll be, be like like i said i'm thinking about going all-star rare this weekend but putting mbappe and kane in there and being like look that team has to do something this weekend that has to do something right you but the sensible side of me might be like well you could you might if you don't put them both in the same lineup you've got two really good forwards there that should you know like get, maybe get a decisive um each at least right they they get they get one most games um, and they got good fixtures the weekend. So it's like, I think a year ago, I would have split the two of them and been like, right, champ and rare or or rare and rare plus all-star. Like, don't put them in the same team. Make sure you've got a good forward in each. But I just think at the minute, with injuries piling up particularly, and you talked about it yourself, like scores being good, but not quite good enough to like smash and at the minute, you if you want to be, like, high up the leaderboard, especially into those cash places, which are always the place to be at the moment for me personally, you know, lovely winning a great card, but having that cash bonus on top is, like, spot on. That's what I'm aiming for. So um, if you haven't got those proper, proper, you know, ball out performers in super rare as well to stick into those rare plus divisions, I feel like it's getting hard now unless, you know, like your players are hitting 80 pluses. I think, you know, the long gone are the days of a 60 to 70 across the board being enough, you really need to be hitting those 80 plus and you need your super superairs doing it as well um, in rare plus. So it's like sometimes I'm a bit put off. I don't know if I'm just getting like stage fright when I'm putting my lineups together or what it is. But I just feel like when I'm putting my teams together at the minute, if I look at my super air options and they're not fantastic, I'm like, right, well, let's sod rare plus this weekend, go heavy and rare, make sure I've got a couple of lineups in super rare. I found myself in a position now where I think I've only got one, maybe two super rare goalkeepers, even like with fixtures at this stage of the season. So it's like um, this weekend I've got one and it's a kook who is playing Bruges and it's like, you know, at best, maybe I need to put him in a threshold lineup, but here's one for you. This has been racking my brain the last few days, and I'd love to put this out to the chat as well. We'll get some feedback on this. I've got Guy Tan Cook. This is a good bit of like Cap 240 chat coming, right? Guy Tan Cook, my only super air goalkeeper that I've got with a fixture this weekend who's going to play. He has a cost of 55 points, which is quite punchy for a goalkeeper, right? L15 wise. But he has probably the worst fixture in an away fixture to Club Bruges, right? In, in the league. Um, you know, you can look at it one or two ways. For me, if I'm putting a goalkeeper with a bad fixture into cap mode, I look at the probability of three goals against because it's a minute that they concede three, you're losing about 30 points of his like score. Therefore, would I just be better off putting a DMP goalkeeper, which I have a few of you know, on zero, and just banging that in and just making sure the other four are like, big players, super rare wise. um. I just think yeah like in terms of like the way you play cap 240 if you don't have the goalkeeper option that looks like a potential clean sheet or you know like a highly unlikely three goals conceded do you just go in with a zero and bang the rest of the players in because at the moment that's my conundrum for the weekend i really want to try and win that 240 threshold in super rare my only option is a 55 scoring keeper with a really bad with a a fixture that's probably going to score him 35 right at
1: best with you specifically saying that like the first or anyone can add in that same situation the first thing has to be like what does the difference in doing that buy you in the outfield you know yeah. because like let's imagine worst case scenario cook cook honks in three and he gets 15 points at the end of it does the difference of the midfielder you're picking the forward you're picking now with the extra cap points get you 20 points extra on the board A uh, minimum because this yeah. is like worst case scenario for the goalkeeper. So what is like the worst case scenario for the striker? Is it really going to be that much of an uplift where it's yeah. like it makes sense? I'm always a five man over four man in this Me situation, too. you know, because yeah, it's one of those ones. But I've I've wrestled with that one a little bit myself because like I've had like one point out a few weeks and I was doing a stream uh, recently, I was an old school one. I think all people had some fun tuning into that. But um I've been 1.0 point out and I've had the same kind of thing to think about it's like do uh just put a zero in here and just make yeah. a four man stud you know out the rest of it uh, and ultimately I, uh, I found a five man set that worked and I picked Stu Annie who was going to be a super sub and came off the bench and bagged 85 points the team finished on 287 so um, nice. <laughs> so that was that was quite swish um the way that panned out you know so I would stick four man probably but I say that's the way I thought about it is like you know, do you get more than the 15 points you're you're thinking yeah. the goalkeeper is going to honk you?
0: Because I think if That's you a think, lot of points. Extra. it is, isn't it? I think if he had like a if he had a pick score of like 45, I'd just put him in. I'd be like 45, you know, if he scores 35, I've only lost 10 points value out of him. The rest of the team can make that up. Um whereas if I put in a zero, especially now, I think like I was saying, like going back to my point on going into all-star rare versus rare plus, the reason I'm thinking, I think a lot of that. Is coming around this 240 option is like if i don't if i don't use kook there i could put in a zero but then i could use like Veerman and and o'reilly in the 240 team just to really make sure or help that may work <laughs> yeah like. put those work. In and 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 even you know like go all out put Chukovin up front or another player who's in form forward wise and just be like right if i'm playing if i'm starting with a zero keeper. I'm going to put the best super-rares I have in here and then concentrate the majority of my other lineups in rare versus, like, the rare-plus divisions. So, yeah, it's a tough one because if I do put Kook in there, I don't think I can get Veerman or O'Reilly in. I think it's 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 either two or none of them mm-hmm. with that 55-point score. And it's like, I don't think I've got... Because you need to basically... You, you want your players to score, on average, about 55 points, don't you, across the five? Um yeah. So we've got someone in the chat who's popped up um, in this. Afternoon, lads. Cook got 54.1 points away to Bruges last time with 19.1 AA. Six diving saves. It did finish one all though. So if Bruges score three plus, it would kill him. This is it. This is my thinking exactly. It's like if he doesn't concede three, he's probably going to be good because he will have to make saves. Yes. But if he concedes three, I think it it will kill the lineup almost because at a 55 point score if he loses three goals and like comes, comes out with like a 20 points or whatever. It like yeah. It's like, I don't think that that 15, 20 points is going to make up for the losses I'll take elsewhere in the team where I might have to put in a couple of rotated players, you know, players who maybe like wing backs who might lose the ball a lot through the game. have got one of those like flexi scores, almost like where one week they'll hit an 80, the next week they'll hit a 30. And it's, yeah. you know, players like Frimpong are classic for that because really depends on the the way Leverkusen attacked the game, he's perfect. He's a perfect opportunity for like, you know, like put him in a good fixture, probably going to hit an 80 against like a Bayern or somewhere. He's going to get pinned back. He's going to score 30 points. He's going to lose the ball. He's actually going to come out with minus AA. So So um, yeah, like JC saying, you know, with a zero goalkeeper, you need four That's outfielders crazy. to score 70 average. Yeah. Um, Obviously that 70 average does include a captain score and stuff like that as well, though. So if you've got a card like Vierman, who's likely to start and has a half, the, he doesn't even need a really decent fixture. Vierman can score 60, 70 on like an average performance. So, even really, it's exactly same with O'Reilly. So, if I can put both of them in 200 on their own, that just leaves the other two to like stop the game, maybe. But yeah. I am with
1: Jay because you said earlier, like, you're not confident at any to play any plus divisions really.
0: Mm, and you were yeah.
1: thinking about doubling up Kane and, and Mbappe. So I don't know if it's Veerman's fixture or Celtic's fixture is probably really good for O'Reilly. Small pitch, you'll be in the final third a lot, you know. Yeah. So O'Reilly will be good to go this weekend. Um I don't know about Veerman. I did think it, somebody said he was had a knock or maybe get subbed off in a game or something, but yeah. somebody mentioned him to me the, the last few days. But what should should be, if you, if you it's have it's a full it's team, it's kind of like Jay's cool. there, saying there yeah. if you've got a defender that's not half bad, could you go somehow super defender? O'Reilly, Kane, and Mbappe. Could you do that? I could. That would be better than a two forty, I'd think. But
0: and mm, you yeah. play cooking whoever you're, the gang is anyway. Yeah, this is what this the, this is what I've got to figure out today and tomorrow. Really, I think this is the main pain I've got this week. Uh, it's not a bad problem to have, is it? But it it does the minute you look because uh, Etienne Green's become unuseful again. He yeah, he's back on the bench now. Okay. The the number one's back in, so. Uh, u23 super is out of the question for me just rare plus for me now there um so yeah for me if I'm putting a lineup together in super this weekend it's gonna be cap 240 but because of that kook score it's like it's really giving me a headache and I they must this must be I thought it'd be good to talk about because this is a problem that everyone has right and it's like a common we can all kind of like knock heads on this one this must be something that everyone who plays so rare goes through like or or maybe doesn't and has never really thought about it before but i do think that if you've got those four player smashers yeah if you look at cap 220 as a really good example on a different like uh, layer on the game if you can find one of those like cheap mode uh goalkeepers who's got the 0l15 on in 220 you can actually go all out and if you do that 9 times out of 10 you're scoring 350 plus from a 220 cap and i think it's kind of the same in super rare obviously it's it's exactly the same as super if you can get a goalkeeper who will play with an l15 of zero but it's quite easy for a goalkeeper to concede three goals and only put up 20 points and in cap 240 that's okay if the goalkeepers only cost you 20 points (laughs) but if he's cost you 55 you're left with kind of like the scrapings of the rest of the team um just to get that 240 out there and i think um if I put him in and he does concede three, I can't see a way out. I can't, looking at my what's available to me, I might, yeah. But the thought of putting O'Reilly, like sacrificing O'Reilly and Vierman away from like a really strong rare plus team is what is, what's irk, which is what irks me a bit about this decision. It makes it difficult because if you've got an, a rare Mbappe and Kane, you really want to be putting them in a rare plus, don't you? But without Veerman. And o- O'Reilly in those lineups are not really competing with the people who... The, if you think about the other kind of collectors who have a Kane or an Mbappe, this is another thing. I reckon I'm one of... Out of everyone who's got Kane or Mbappe on the game, I reckon my gallery is one of the weakest or is not... You know, it's not quite on the level yeah. of some of the other people who've got a Kane or an Mbappe because they compare a Kane or Mbappe with a super rare Kimmich or of like that so if i don't use Veerman and o'reilly with them i can't really compete with many owners of an mbappe or a Kane, which shoots me in the foot unless i put you know o'reilly Veerman in or you take a punt on someone else and just hope it comes off like another good punt one i've got really is like um roberto the roberto and super rare you know sitting at uh defensive mid can put up some massive AA. He does get amongst the decisive occasionally, but he's not quite as reliable as like an O'Reilly or Veerman to like bang an eighty plus. He can do it, and he does. He's on good form at the minute, so you know he would definitely be put, put in a strong lineup this weekend. But um, but yeah, it's um, it's an interesting conundrum, isn't it? Speaking of two twenty, have you been given the month longs ago? I don't think we've,
1: I don't think I we've had, been on since it started. I had, yeah, I'm going to have a little look
0: and see where, where I'm at at the moment, actually. Um, but yeah, I ha- I've especially in limited, because I had a really good start in that. I don't know about you, but um, I'm doing okay in limited. Last I checked, I was like pretty high up. Um, and, and you know, li- I've got a few limiteds, but I don't, the, I kind of throw those teams together. But so at the minute, the 220 limited's been one of my main, it is my main limited lineup at the moment, to be honest, just to like, See how far we can push it. Um rare's been a bit hot and cold for me. I don't know about you. How how are yours getting on?
1: Uh, yeah, no, my rare teams in in two twenty haven't even hit threshold levels. I you know oh, mean wow. haven't hit two hundred and eighty points. Uh in super rare, I've had, I had one good team that hit three hundred. Um, a modest team on two ten and a midweek that was dead. Um so yeah. I, I, quiet start you know but i'm happy to keep going there's like there's still a lot of football to be played you know and it's been like i say it's been a funny couple of game weeks individually for me and just football in general
0: i think yeah i'm just looking at it now i think i'm currently 845th in suit in limited which isn't too bad and uh, four weeks in obviously this is where it gets interesting isn't it because this would be the, the, the game week coming will be the first one where the worst score gets knocked out And can be replaced by the next big one because we've had four we've got four left and the top four scores are the ones that go towards so this is where we're at the business end the business end starts doesn't it this weekend so um yeah i think uh it will be interesting to see how things i think the next two weeks or maybe three because one of them is a midweek right so let's say the weekend the next midweek and then the following weekend i think those last two or last one weekend whatever will well, probably only be played by people who have like got a serious chance of of hitting the cards. So uh yeah, I think limited I'll continue to focus on I'm I'm just outside the cards in cap 220 super at the moment. By looks of I'm 316th. Um I didn't have a lineup this week though, so um I'm not a million miles away. But but yeah, some pretty poor scores. I think the first week I had a good week. 318 and then the last two weeks have been poor had a dmp last week um which which hurt and then this week uh, the midweek whatever yeah it's um i'm still in there i'm still in there have have they actually revealed what's in the prize pools yet for this tournament
1: yeah it's the stars and stuff like that the prize pools there have, have we seen what I who the
0: stars are though like every time i go to look at oh actually look within it i've not checked that sorry let me have a look and I've see picked. if um because that's one thing I think that's I did look just to see like is this something I should be
1: yeah like, it's not
0: target? available at the moment. Yeah. Be nice to know what kind of stars we're talking because as we it's discussed good. on it before, right? Is are we talking Bellingham or are we talking like a like a, a second division like good half decent scoring player where you know that it would be nice to have in the gallery, but in terms of like ROI or rewards versus like putting eight lineups together in 240 every week or something like that you know that's where yeah. it starts to level out whether or not it makes yeah. sense to really go for it but um yeah I've, I'm, I'm doing okay I'm, I'm i'm hanging in there i'm it looks like you know like rare's 1370f currently in a tier five um so yeah like there's potential there but i am quite far away from the top end of uh of the runnings I'll need some big game weeks um, if I'm really going to compete. So I think, yeah, we'll see how the, see how this weekend goes. And that might dictate how, you know, likely I think it is to. But it would be nice to see the rewards. Definitely. I don't, that puts me off a bit. I don't want to like go all out and then find out that like I've sacrificed a good reward this weekend to win like a tier three at the end of the month or something like that. I think it's just like the competitive side of it. Like, oh, it'd be nice to finish in the top 50 or whatever of a long format just to see, you know, and I think, especially in limited, because for me, I was thinking about this today, but limited feels a bit like playing on hard, like there's so much competition in that (laughs) division. And I think if you can have some success in limited on a low budget, you can be really proud of yourself because I think from a gameplay perspective, it's very hard to win anything in limited, unless you're like playing with, it's a bit like FIFA, right? Trying to play like ultimate team with a load of like crap players versus someone who's got all the icon cards or something like that and it's definitely like that a lot in limited isn't it
1: yeah definitely does feel like it's a wee bit more like um yeah like the, like the royal rumble every man for themselves and, and that kind of unlimited just because of the availability of some of the better cards how long they've been there but i also think like sort of managers in general like the ones that have the better cards i don't the players that have been on the game a bit longer and kind of sussed out a thing or two about a thing or two if you know what i mean yeah. so there's I know you're not that because you're playing limited, but you're playing limited from a different uh, angle, you know, I mean, like, in terms of how it fits into your week and your sort of mm-hmm. experience and everything, you know. Um, so I do feel like, yeah, no, but I'm with you, I just haven't really played it too much. So I can't really say much more than that, especially recently, but the numbers of entries look really good. And it, so this is probably a good thing to chat about on the podcast. So. I've did their La Liga and their Bundesliga special edition competitions like they did for the Premier League, but Asterix, eh, it's like a quarter of the prize pot and it's for like people with no cards. Yeah. And it's like credit is paid out and stuff like that as well. Yeah, So it's just like, it's not quite the same, but surface level is meant to look the same and feel the same or whatever. I'm not really too bothered about it. I'm gutted that I can't play it personally because I was hoping that there was going to be you know, Premier League equivalent competitions for mm. La Liga cards and such and whatever else. So, um, unfortunately, not, but hey ho, is what it is. And, uh, but yeah, it's one of those ones where I, as if they're able to put that on, and again, it's just the, the market credit thing's a wee bit just like, okay, it's just another angle they're taking, I suppose. But yeah, it's it just, it's such a limited uh field if you know what i mean it's just well they get good purchase off of that for themselves if you know what i mean versus like really taking like 15 grand of that and throwing it against the limited all-star limited champion and limited under 23 put an extra five
0: grand across each of them you know i guess it's it's a different way to look at it, not it the way i understand the credit is that you get like ten dollars worth right to buy a limited is that like do you just get that for free when you sign up is that like right it's ten dollars to go up up to the value of 10 right so like if you buy a 20 dollar card you'll get a 10 off of it or you know you get 10 dollars worth of like buying you know a few so i'm not sure i fully understand it but i've seen you know like the spikes on so base showing like like number of managers you bought you made a first purchase that kind of thing so um it seems to have peaked a bit of interest which is good right yeah, the the sort of sign ups are up, um, and also I don't know. Like this is a, a this is just an estimate on my part, but I haven't seen it advertised as much as like the whole Premier League thing. It's been a little bit more like it's when I've seen it on my timeline, it's come through like uh, Channy actually. I think I saw his video about it. So That's they've good. gone a different route about how they market it to people, I guess. Um, so it'd be interesting to see because I think that the results look uh like they've made a nice spike in new signups and new purchases and i think that you know if you are a new player and someone tells you look, there's a tenner to like pick your first card like pick your first card that you want like for this tournament and then you know i guess it's a bit like the old the old bums in seats analogy that like a lot of football clubs make it's like oh you know give tickets to the game away they come in they buy a hot dog and a program and maybe buy, you know, some merchandise on the way out. And it's a bit like that, I guess, isn't it? It's like, get them in, give them a, let them have a card, let them see how the game works. And then hopefully they'll put the money in the pocket, but put a hand in the pocket and buy one uh, next week. I guess that's the thinking. So hopefully it works. Um, yeah, but it does def- definitely, there's been a bit, of, a little bit of a spike, um, which is good. But like you said, yeah, it's not obviously something that I guess we can get involved in. Um, but hopefully it gives new players like the bug an opportunity to like experience what it actually is, what the, how the game works. Right. Yeah. Especially a cat mode. Cause it's a little bit hard to just like figure that out on your own. I think you need to go in and actually do it instead of just reading about how it works or you should go in and try and put a line up in and see, you know, why you can or can't put the lineup in. But Um, yeah. when does it start? Is it this weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, it starts from this weekend. I just think, like, yeah, it's just, I think it's half, I think it's half of kind of something, you know, because I'm kind of looking at this and thinking, you know, if you've already bought the cards, this is the sort of tournament. Yeah, you know, that's what I said, that's my kind of feeling with the whole Premier League one. If you're buying the cards, they have a premium on them anyway, they're 3D, they're in season, yes. you know, this or that, you know, so it's a nice bit, of, oh, cool, well, cause you spent money and you bought those cards, here's a competition just for you. I was also, this is much more aimed at, entry level, which is fine, you know, it gets people in and up and playing or whatever, but doing it for the Bundesliga and La Liga and not doing it for the, I think if you're doing that, you kind of want to do that for the Premier League and you kind of want to aim that at everyone. You yeah, know, true. Uh, a 25K Premier League thing, but it's in kickoff limited and it's only the newbies that are playing it. And if it's credits or if it's cash, whatever they want to do. And then maybe like mirror image it, you have the Premier League competition that's running anyway, that we're currently all playing or, you know, whoever is playing it so it just feels like one side of the coin but you know that's just my main disappointment With that's probably the best way to sum it up i guess i've kind of babbled through that one but
0: no it um, makes sense on the end <laughs> like you said i think that the premier league is like the entry level for most sort of like armchair fans anyway isn't it so i think it'd be interesting yeah. to see how like where these sign ups are coming from if they are mostly coming from uh germany and the places where the leagues are played or if it is like you know from all over who people uh, genuinely just see this as a good way in i think that the you know the credit idea is interesting and hopefully it works out hopefully it like kicks some new money into the market um but yeah sr dime said it feels like this is a revised version of the 500k premier league tournament nowhere near enough new users playing that so this seems to be the better way i think if you ah. go in Purely on yeah, something. Like maybe they've taken like, the
1: temperature of the room after the Premier League one and adjusted. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. I think, but that's too reactive, surely. Like I think if you're plan- planning a marketing strategy, it's not just on one competition at a time, surely. You'd think about it's going to be a campaign of we'll start with this and then we'll have that and then we'll have that and it'll build and it'll roll, you know, and then it gets to, you know, the end of season competition, but it's half a million pounds and it's like top place gets 100K, but this time and it's like, or whatever it may be I don't know you build that's the way I I, I would have
0: thought but interesting I wouldn't have thought about it from that angle that may be another thing um they just released literally before we came on air there's been another sort of pitch notes which we're getting almost every week I feel like this sort of time when we jump on and do the podcast we get a little pitch notes to talk about um one of the most important takeaways from that was they have updated that they're going to change the way that the Jersey drops happen. I know that a lot of people have been upset about how difficult it's been to get um, a Jersey. Um, So it sounds like um, they're gonna be testing a new system where managers can exchange coins for a ticket to enter a random draw to win a Jersey. So a bit like a raffle, I guess, if you've got enough coins, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if you get the coins back if you don't, or if you're literally like buying a raffle ticket with the coins.
1: Um, would you hundred percent? They have to do it on their YouTube channel, the same way we all do, and struggle with the the retweet picker giveaway machine yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> do it so, on, uh, do it on something like that. I'm sure they'll tart it up, probably make it a bit more fancy, but definitely should make uh, a good bit of fun out of it. I think it's the best way to do. It. I think it's the way everyone want, wants it to happen. I suppose I don't mind fastest finger first. I, as a human, beat the bots, and I got uh, my mind's top of wore it once or something. Yes, um, and I was close to doing it again. I wasn't that far off by the way. I was like maybe half a second off beating the bots uh, on the signed drop that happened like the day before last. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I don't mind a wee bit of survival of the fittest, that's kind of been my, my sore ear.
0: You know, I managed to get
1: mine through, but there was a mistake anyway.
0: <laughs> I got one uh recently. And I won uh, the Champ Euro uh, mystery shirt. Just the not, un- it's the unsigned mystery shirt, um, and it came through the other week. But it act- I ended up with like an Amion shirt, like a League Two. So I had to go back and say, "Oh, I think you guys sent me the wrong shirt." Because uh, normally I wouldn't have cared either, but I've actually got randomly, I've got this Amion shirt already. So I was like, I don't want another Amiens shirt. I need... That's so random, yeah. Like of all no shirts, one. I could have got one. Like, <laughs> if it had been any other League Division 2 team, I probably wouldn't have cared. I would have just been like, it's not what I got I I, I I I entered for. But, you know, I just wanted a random football shirt. I would have been way happier with a random, like, second division football shirt than, like, a Liverpool jersey or something like that, right? Which could easily come back once they kind of swap it out for me. But, but yeah, I had to go back and... um to be fair, they really made it really easy. They they sorted out a kind of, collect, gave me the option of uh, like just getting the coins back or, you know, like swapping it for what, what I originally won. So, but, you know, I like a football shirt. So I said, I'd actually rather just try and swap it out for um, a Champ Euro shirt and just get another random one through. So, yeah, I managed. That was the thing is I got lucky, got through. But then, yeah, it was a bit, <laughs> it was a bit of a shock when it came through and it was like, not the one i ordered but yeah like i said the fact that it was a shirt i've already got was like oh i don't really know what to do with this Amion's two Amion shirts in the house now with different players names on the back could start walking around my uh, area as like an Amiens super fan or something yeah
1: what's well, it's just a scale <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. French
0: neighbors that uh, re- recognize the kit or anything but, um but yeah i think uh be interesting to see how that works i think definitely seems to be the way to go and hopefully people can um, can start winning a bit more or, or feel or at least feel like less disappointed when they don't win right because i think that's one of the main takeaways is how frustrated people get that like they are literally there refreshing 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 and it's gone it's like how how is that gone i've been sat here waiting for this minute or second and it does it does go quick i've sat on a few of them myself um, but I just kind of like do it expecting to lose but a little tip for anyone out there I don't know about you Quinny but I read somewhere that it's easier to do it on the app so I did it on the app and that was the one time I did get through I did it on the Sobret app not on the website maybe it comes through quicker on the app I don't know but that was we'll one of that was it it was on the on the app try it on the app go into the club shop next time there's a drop if the next one is the old school before they like implement the new one but But yeah, um, another thing in the pitch notes I've just noticed, uh, they're going to do a second collections event once again for select collections of the 22 to 23 season. So last season, um, cards, do you have any collections from last season, Quinny? Uh, Are you going to be hoping for any particular clubs to... Ooh, Uh,
1: I've
0: got my Girona one, so that's good.
1: Uh, That's nice to see. From last season... uh, I don't think there's anything i could really hope for especially from champ Bureau it would need to be like the first season i might get away with something uh otherwise but nah not really none of my collections because so far the rewards haven't been that it's been top one for super rare top three for rare or something yeah maybe top two top five at the absolute most you know so um to get into these collection event things at that time you know you really need to be up at the top ranks to to think about that which for some teams, some scarcities isn't uh, unachievable, Yeah, let's say, um, I wouldn't yeah. try and make an educated guess at it if you don't have a collection started already. But if you are looking at your collection and thinking oh, I was gonna buy that guy anyway that would make me second, maybe buy him. You know, <laughs> if you yeah. think your your team hasn't been given one yet, you've been waiting for it. I see hoodwink in the chat, first bump. Good to see you, mate. Um, Saying he's desperately waiting for the Asian ones to come. It could be Asia. And uh, Jay's after the Celtic ones, so. It could be. I think it said Champ Euro, but didn't it? Or did it just say
0: collection event? Um, on the little notification it just said collection event, I think. Let's have a look. But I'm having a think little look at yeah. Champ probably cleared out, so it might be
1: regional because it was Champ Euro last time. So it might go Challenger or Asia this time.
0: Yeah, I'm just having a little look at like anything. So for that the for that's for the season in question, 22-23. Um I'm f- fifth on tenerife super rare uh 49th for PSG but I don't think we'll be getting that just because the license isn't there this season so I don't imagine it'll be a PSG but uh, it's
1: leftover stock so
0: they oh, maybe, stuff
1: yeah. stuff they've still got and they're like we True. need to Our get season. this out now so got Fourth it.
0: In la have got galaxy super rare randomly I don't know how that's possible but uh maybe I've got a number 1 or a shirt number or something like that but um but, yeah, I haven't got anything. I'm not expecting much from that. I don't think there's any, there's many that I'm, you know, inside the top 50 on. So, yeah, maybe um, I would love, yeah, some Asia ones. Shout out Hoodwink. I think because uh, the Korean jersey is particularly quite difficult to get um, in this sort of, like, part of the world, it would be really nice to get one through through Sore. Um And it was good seeing a lot of the like the asia um region players on twitter sharing all of their shirts that they won in the in the mystery drop because yeah i think like we all come to sort of really start to fall in love with these random clubs don't we playing so rare so to then end up winning a shirt of theirs is, is great so like, you know like even though with the Amion shirt there that i've won uh if i had loads of Amiens players i'd have been buzzing for some of like that it's like you know this The game keeps sort of paying you these ways to like follow the club that you've come to you you've come to like fall in love with or you know maybe not quite as strongly as that even it might just be that the that that you enjoy watching them because you've got enough cards or whatever but be interesting to see what what clubs come out of this collection what do you reckon if you was gonna if you're gonna take like an educated guess on it Quinny, what teams would you expect this to be psv a thousand percent PSV. psv yeah psv if
1: it's challenger for thinking champs cleared out done it last time i don't know why but when i read the notification i thought it said champ collections and then as we're talking i was kind of like i thought yeah kind of came to that same conclusion i think the chat's on as well But well, yeah i think psv would be a definite Celtic bruges. they have some stuff with but i'm not too sure yeah um, bruges. Bruges. yeah i think they do some stuff with bruges quite a lot they love they love belgium in general so yeah belgium got a good budget there right yeah, yeah. Who else are they? Who else did they get on with pretty well? I think the Croatians in Zagreb and all that. I think they're. I think they'll be involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if I was to guess, who else would I say? If we've already
0: cleared out champ. You know, we can kind of write off. Ireland, AC Milan. that'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Hoodwinks on two thousand one hundred and ninety points for his <laughs> limited bagu collection. How two thousand? like. How many? How do you get that many points? Do you collect? Have you uh got the entire collection hoodwink? It must that? be the full
1: squad on like number one first owner, yeah? It's gotta be
0: like 20 I mean, players yeah. or
1: something. <laughs> 30 players 30
0: looking players. at Agu, particularly for that season. Obviously, not the current season cards. Um, well, actually, they are, aren't they? Because this was we haven't had this was the season, right? Yeah, because 23. They haven't they haven't got 3D cards yet, Daegu, because um that'll be like the January sort of February starting of the season. Um it's amazing looking at the cost of limiteds, you know, when you can go into the collections and see. But a club like Daegu, who, you know, on their day, pretty decent. If you want to buy anyone bar in Sicilia, you know, everyone is under a tenner. In yeah. fact, most of them are under a fiver. Well, like I said both most of them are under a pound. You could <laughs> you, you could literally like you could buy the floor price of every card in that daegu team if you wanted to like you know get a little collection bonus going for, yeah. like pennies like it would it would it would cost you maybe less than 60 quid to buy a squad and i think Sassinia's 11 quid he's the most expensive limited um and zeka and a little bit of oh bit of bit of alpha for you here if you've missed it but zeka who plays now this season for Pohang, um, is moving to the Chinese Super League to play for um, Taishan next season. He is going to be a juicy pickup, and I think people are cottoning on to it because his price has spiked a little bit. But um, yeah, he will be going to the Chinese Super League um, and playing for a team that, you know... Is that Oscar's team? It's the team that uh, Fellaini plays for. And I think... Oscar Fellaini Fellaini plays for them. Orange, orange kit. I think they, I think they might have won the league again. Actually, this season. So, um, I mean, if he goes in to be a starter, um, that could be a really nice little card. I do love a Chinese Super League card, though, don't I? I've got, I've got a stack. I've got a Chengdu stack. I've got a, yeah. I've got Felipe. I've got Kim Min Woo, and I've got Palacios, um, and I've got Romulo when he's fit as well. But yeah i find myself constantly searching out for chinese super league moves anyone that's covered they're always a nice little pickup because the supply stops they all seem to have like weird fixtures in the midweeks as well so you can find yourself in those like dry parts of the season where you're absolutely cleaning up with your chinese cards because there's not many fixtures on um so yeah a little bit of alpha there zeka can get his card and he's got a pohan card as well but um He's moving to the Chinese Super League in January. So
1: nice bit of output. And we're just getting into that transfer season now. We are in December. There is going to be transfer links for tons of clubs need reinforcements in January, you know. So it may be one of those transfer windows, nigh, that maybe wrecks a few stacks or maybe makes a few, perhaps, you know, depending on how it shakes out. Mm. Um, definitely I'm, I'm desperately hoping to get through December successfully, like much like back to the way the season was going before November. You know, I want some good wins, well, I guess a good run of form getting out, and then hopefully these transfers, we can maneuver them all well enough. So I think, like, I do, uh, I do think, see on the kind of competition note that we were chatting about earlier, and the kind of collection scheme of things as well. I do think this is all like the beginning for Soria. I think this is them, like, activating all their ideas and activating all their, you know, pieces of the puzzle that they, they plan on using. Within the game, like prizes for uh, competitions and mm. uh, users and collections and incentives for playing and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, ve- I'm very incentivized at the moment to keep the ga- or get the gallery maybe up a level. You know, keep yeah. it fighting. You know, but it's uh, it's having that balance of picking your battles on some cards. A lot of people are talking about cards going down, but when you look at some cards,
0: they're not really going down. It just depends what you're looking at. You know, or i definitely i bought a card and i was in the market this week Well, i haven't bought many cards of late but i did buy a card this week purely for the focus on the uh collection bonus and that was a uh, marco Verratti, uh his psg card for two but i thought he was a good one for me for two reasons firstly my donnarumma and mbappe are both cards that are one so like they've got that extra like Juice on their collection bonus, which means that my Mbappe card currently goes out with like a 13% bonus on it or something ridiculous, right? So I'm looking yeah. at them like if you've got Mbappe and you've got the opportunity to put him up to like 18% or something stupid, right? Then what are the cheap options in that PSG squad that I can pick up? And obviously, because Virati moved them um, to an uncovered league, he falls into that. So I picked him up for about 40 quid from Pavel. Um and you know international breaks, he's a useful card. Um, expect him to still, you know, be a, be. He's a, still getting called up. I think he did play in the last uh, international break. I did wonder. Oh. I think uh, he was. I think he was injured during the most recent. But I think the one pre prior to that, you know, he has been involved in qualification as far as I'm aware. Okay. But you know that if he does get called up, great because I've got Di Lorenzo, I've got Donnarumma, I've got Raspadori. You know, I can plug him in there in a, f- a decent fixture if he plays. But um, I'm about one card away now from having another percent added onto Mbappe, Donnarumma, um, and yeah, any I guess any other PSG cards that I do pick up along the way. So I was looking at Pereira, and I did have a Pereira before that I won, so I'm a bit gutted that I l- let go of him back in the day. But um, yeah, I might try and pick up a Pereira. You know, he's floating around for like under twenty quid when 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 he comes onto the market. So yeah, that was a uh, you know. I got suckered into the collection bonus. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that have done the similar. But um but yeah, when you've got a card like Mbappe, and I think I did did try to do it with Romulo as well. Like I've got Romulo's number one card. Um and I was looking at um I, w- I was looking at, you know, other Busan cards I could pick up. From that season just to boost him as much as possible but um yeah it's good to have those cards i think we were talking weren't we you you've got a is it a Shano or someone like that that's gone got some ridiculous xp on it or something like that it's yeah more, what is it you've, oh, he's on my super rare level isn't he or rare i think he's a 19 19 percent um, on a rare is absolutely oh, obscene <laughs> nice. i need to get them back up to them levels that'd be a that'd be uproar. i think it's good yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah, get that yeah. we that we transfer
1: but i don't think that rule will be around for much longer i expect it no. to get changed uh
0: quite hast- quite quickly you know they've already talked about it haven't they mm-hmm. about changing it um yeah my mbappe is currently at 13 percent, but my collection bonus is only one percent of that so there's there's room there's room for growth there if i can get a few more psg faces in um yeah uh, on Subject of transfers, another one that really like I missed this, but I was talking on my Twitter recently about uh Prestiani at um Velez. There was a thread about Almada and maybe him moving away from Atlanta, um, which I think we can all expect to happen probably in the January window, but uh, yeah, I didn't realize that Prestiani is on his way to Benfica. That's a good move. What do you reckon of that, Quinny?
1: So there's a few. There's a few cards about to get a bit of life now. So he's away to Benfica. And then the other guy, Echeverri, they've been ripping up this under 17s World Cup or something. Mm. He's, uh, he's been linked to everyone at the moment. And he might end up at that Benfica type, but like Liverpool and, you know, City, and, you know, all the everyone's linked to Echeverria or whatever his name is mm. uh, at the moment. So it's, uh, it's a wee bit of a surprise because you see these guys when the cards come on and you think, oh, the, the young kid in the squad, he's got a cool name he'll yeah. probably be a wonder kid you know and then you don't buy them because you think you're just stereotyping them and then oh look here's a wonder kid you know <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool name that means something
0: prestiani yeah. and echeveria or whatever it is you know yeah you're right yeah yeah it, i think that i look back as well i don't know about you but i've got about slight levels of ptsd that kick in when i look back on my uh gallery at some of the wonder kids or the potential wonder kids i did pick up who have just kind of gone on to not really do a great deal but um yeah, that for everyone you get wrong, you know, you only need one of those to really go. If you can get them before everyone knows about them, particularly. But um, yeah, that Etriver is an interesting one because he is out. Is you know his So five output isn't fantastic, but if you're happy to sit, you know, he's seventeen years old or whatever. You you know, I think the only the only play in your head at this stage is if you pick him up now at his price today, let's say he's rares going for, let's have a look. Um, so his rares are selling at, you know, the last one, three days ago, 289 quid, 0.16 ETH. Mm-hmm. By the time he becomes a useful SO5 player, is he, is he going to be more or less than 0.17 ETH that you pay for him now? And I think that's one of the issues that I've discovered, particularly buying, you know, U23 goalkeepers that I'm like, yeah. it's all right. I'll sit on him. He's got a couple of seasons and then, you know, he'll be number one or whatever. And I've got a lot of those that I've sat on and just watched them age out. And then, you know, they're, they're now they're just a 24 year old backup at, at a club that no one cares about. And it's like. Absolute nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And it's like, great, that, you know, it's all well and good if you pick them up for like 20 quid, but if you spent like 400 quid on the super or something like that, and you're like, that super is now pretty useless or. You know they move to an uncovered league or they get loaned out to like a third division club or something like that and, and they're not going to be the player that you hope they would the thing with goalkeepers particularly is so hard to dislodge the number one as well if you even if you are a good goalkeeper right goalkeepers will be the number one for like 10 years and they'll just have like this great kid or as an understudy and they might not even see their debut till they're like 26 27 this this is the way it must be frustrating to be a goalkeeper for that reason but um that's definitely one of the things. When I'm looking at this Echeverry card and I'm like, this news all sounds good. Lots of hype about him. He's doing well in the World Cup, whatever. But how many players could we look back on? Like, you read these articles, like, what happened to the, you know, the class of 2017 that won the like under 17 World Cup for England or whatever? And it'll be like, oh, there's Phil Foden and uh, there's Jude Bellingham and then there's Musiala. And it's like, who's that? And he's like, oh, you know, he works in the car factory down the road now. He, and it happens it does happen does not it it's like yeah this kid lit up the tournament and now you know he is just working and he's doing work experience with a football agency or something he's going to move into the law side of the game or so yeah that's I guess that's the thing but it's hard when you're on so and you're just looking at these cards and you're like this kid's 15 and he's got a so rare card he's gonna be someone and and then he's not I've got a lot of them not a lot but I've definitely got five or six cards in my gallery that I think I bought seeing the card and I'm like, right, this kid's gotta be someone and just didn't really turn out that way. Um, but you never know. Some of them are still U twenty threes, they might, they might get their day. But um, yeah. I mean, one that springs to mind for me is uh, Anwar El Hajj, who I bought from mm-hmm. Andelect when I think company was there bringing him through at eighteen and looked a player and you know, then he moved to Genk and his situation hasn't really changed. I think he's probably twenty now or something like that, but yeah I've, I've got a few of them and i'm sure a lot of our listeners know about buying those cards as well yeah
1: but okay. i think uh, for sure yeah i've not got too many of them most of the my ones that i've had like that are kind of injured or so cheap that they're just easily forgotten about the problem is the spend on them you know what i mean because it is like i said i heard someone say it on sort data this week but it's like parking money you know so it's a good way of thinking about it um how long can you park that against somebody or how long should you park that against somebody or is this guy worth it does your gallery need that right now i was on so rare there it's just kind of crashed i don't know if anyone else is getting that oh yeah. Trying, as, yeah as you just as you said it yeah just in case it's just me i always worry about that <laughs> you just got you have got banned Quinny. <laughs> uh, brunetta going to Tigris makes me sad because he might not be the same guy anymore so yeah maybe end of an era for brunetta his moment in the sun might be passing um,
0: I've only just got him I want him
1: to too, <laughs> I? yeah well if you're nervous I'd, or you've any plan on having them maybe look again at that from I don't know if Tigris maybe does better I
0: don't know I don't I know nothing about it but changing mean, situations I'm normally not too chuffed about that I did watch Tigris a bit because they had a Collidio didn't they a few seasons back um yeah I think so the I think there's think two so, Tigres, though, so I don't know if it's the same one but um yeah I mean they play pretty free, free flowing football. I just like, yeah. I wonder. One thing it will do, I think, is it might. Um, how, how did we did we get Tigres cards this season? I don't think Tigres is a club that we often get mints from, right? But we have had, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, so it might. I think we so, had Tigres. Yeah, I was thinking that did we,
1: but yeah, if we got. Did we get Tigres? Have we? Is Giganek on the platform?
0: We didn't get Tigres when. Colidio played because I knew I know that he became quite a good um, but yeah, I'm sure we got Tigris cards. So is Giniac on
1: the platform? I can't believe really. I maybe did know this. If it feels kind of. Um, Gignac, I'm having a look now at the roster and oh, yeah, they do have Tigris cards, do yeah, you're right. And we do have a G- oh, he's still no bad by the way, 70 quid big APG,
0: yeah, but yeah, I think. Did we get? I think maybe last season we didn't get Tigres, but with this season we did because when Kalidio was playing, he didn't get a Tigres card. I know that much. But um, yeah, I think it looks. It looks to me like you yeah, know Brunetta will probably still get mints if he moves to Tigres, which you know, then it's just boils down to will he score what he was scoring? At, um. I think Tigres, if I'm not mistaken, are you know a bit they'll score more goals than Santos so if he can get on set pieces then who knows who knows the sky's the limit but um yeah it's nice to get these little tips because i've been trying to get in amongst all of the um transfer market transfer window stuff but it is quite hard particularly for like south america asia to find like a good stream of it i try and add it to like a list on on twitter to try and keep an eye on a lot of it but um but yeah, see Sorrare Mexico 12 hours ago saying Brunetta to Tigres soon. Uh second target for Tigres is Dennis Buanga. That'd be an interesting SO5 move, that one. Um, but yeah, I I'm looking at this now and I already know what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of the day is digging through uh Mexican transfer stories, I'm sure. So if you've got any good links out there, hit me up on Twitter. I want I want I want to know who I'm supposed to be following for this. Um I've just found an account called Draft Liga MX. That sounds like a good one that I should be following. That's uh keep an eye on that. We bet it does what it says on the tin. Absolutely. Yeah, I do I do like a... I do like... I love it when a player moves to an uncovered club. Not an uncovered league, but like a club that doesn't get mints. And you're like, yeah. this is going to be a good move. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of lock in a decent bit of value there and a bit of differential for the, the end I'm of the game. I'm going to get
1: a wee bit of love, by the way, out of one of those moves I made... I took the wife, it was the, it was the time I said I was away to get some end product. And um, <laughs> if, if you remember that, escapades. So we had that and on that adventure as it was, um, we're seen over somewhere and like the night I was absolutely gassed, pure steaming. And I bought Jaume Moutinho after seeing a notification he was transferring to Braga. And now Stish, I can report in, he started four games in a row against Real Madrid and in three games in the league. Oh, no, no, no. Against Real Madrid and Union Berlin in two games in the league. I beg your pardon. Mm. There's maybe a cup game in there as well. So uh, a wee bit of old gold at 37 years of age rare, is rare. It's currently on the market apparently for 15 quid, as limited as £1.50. I'm not sure he's on set pieces and stuff, but he's got 10 to 15 AA in his game. No two ways about it. That's good. That's uh, what you want. L15, 37 for this weekend, and they've got a very good game.
0: Very good I'll game. tell you. One thing, a, a, a mate of mine the other day, I was looking at his lineups um, and I was saying to him, like, some of you cap 240 lineups, you you know, he goes heavy into U23. And I was like, some of these players you've got that are U23s that are like, you know, the L15s of like 30 to 45. I was like, just get some old guys in, get some old 34-year-old stalwarts that'll put a 10AA in there for you. Maybe pick up a clean sheet if they're a centre-back or something like that, right? And he was like well give me some examples and i like i went through survey day and i just tried to like put some search parameters in and try and pick some out and it was a bit hard but when i'm selling cards that i've won like tier fours fives threes and i go oh, i don't need that i'll list it and i'm surprised i'll be like oh the scores are all right and then it's like the last sale is like a tenner so if you are watching this on quinny's youtube channel in the future Ooh. drop in your tips like Give us your golden nuggets, rare cards. We're talking under 15 quids that have the potential to like hit a 60 plus. We want to hear them bang them in the comments on Quinny's YouTube channel. Um, or maybe we can start a poll Quinny. You'll know better than me. If we can do something where people can write, um, on just social- comments. Social- so anyway, comment. you, can- you can bang a comment, bang a comment. And we want to hear no, Spotify where we can just do comments as well. So anywhere you listening to this let's she's saying, comment. yeah. JC's shouted one that I'm familiar with, Shuto Abe. I used to have his card when he was at. Um, yeah, I won him one time. I think yeah. he was like the first limited that one, By the way,
1: I'm thinking about that
0: Some decent scores of late, actually. He he's at, he's in Belgium now, isn't he? And um, he's found his way into that starting lineup. He's, he's nicked a goal or two recently, hasn't he? I'm, I'm sure his name's popped up. on The, the feed. first person that came poem. to my mind when when
1: you yeah. said that was uh, the first card that I bought for collection bonus, which was Daniel Wass. He's, oh, yeah. Yeah. he's 43 quid, but his L15 is 66. He wow. plays every week. Is He gets 28A a match, almost certainly. If not, 35 plus, you know, he's a big hitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes you need a wee bit of, you know, so I brought in Moutinho, I brought in Was. I brought in a few guys like midfield or that that were like not too, like Campbell and Limer, just guys that aren't too frozen spills, but I've always got one of them for 240 midfield, you know, like it's yeah good guys to rotate around. Uh, so, yeah, you
0: do need a bit of that in your gallery, I think, if you're playing Ian, for thresholds, especially. Ian Soares says Andy Considine, three quid. Is that a rare card, yeah? Yeah, that's a joke. Don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of like, do you remember, I think we were talking about this with Tony a while back, and we was, you know, like Paul, Paul McGinn and uh, players like that, who yeah. yeah were solid starters. I mean, I don't know what his rare goes for now, but I think he's injured at the minute, but it did make me just think of him again. He's res eleven quid floor price at the moment. He's obviously injured at the moment. I'm not sure how long term, but he, you know he's only missed the last five games. And I mean, he's you know a lot of his scores are over fifty five, which is all you need in cap two forty, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, thirteen days ago, four pound ninety eight. So yeah, you you could pick him up for probably five or six quid now. Um, yeah, there's loads of gems out there though. I think this is the time. Transfer seasons among us. People are gonna be getting injured. It's that time of season where people start cutting the galleries down, like already starting to plan for like the restart of America and Asia in a couple of months. So this is the time to get some of these gems in for cap 240s, cap 220s. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear your shouts on any of these players at under 15 quid res. Let's see if we can build like a little a little hub, a little hub of of, uh, of merry men for the, for the festive season and see the oh, hub, hub of merry men the uh the wise men the old wise men <laughs> I love it let's see if they can uh they can return with the goods some gold uh frankincense and myrrh for the Christmas season it's a bit of end product for you um but yeah I'm rambling on here Quinny mate I think I've had verbal diarrhea today I've just seen we've been on for uh, over an hour now hour and 10 minutes or something like that so I think it's about time we we, we wrap it up, mate. Um, is there anything else that I've missed? I think that's about us, mate. We're all kind of
1: trying to fumble our way through the weekend, trying to crack that Kobayashi Maru. Is it an unwinnable situation? Do we have an all-star rare team where we can just throw everything against and a capped? Even the Celtic cards, you know, I know they're a pain in the bum, but they would be really overpowered in two twenty. you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's so,
0: yeah, like where, where,
1: where, do I, where, where do you play where do you go that's maybe the where we're at for end products for this week certainly it's been an absolute pleasure Stishy boy thanks uh, to everyone who's joined us live it's been a good good uh, live chat today as well love that twitch.tv forward slash plastician
0: that's it and uh make sure you're following quinny 3001 on youtube get those comments in guys we want to hear them especially any shouts on the uh on the cheap players Uh, Death's Vapors come in asking when is the next Balamy mix. I did, actually if you want to listen to some music, I did a Balamy radio show on Friday so you can go find that on their socials uh, at Balamy, and M-I-I you'll see that on on their probably SoundCloud I'd say is the best shout there but um, yeah, great to chat to you all, as always Quinny, uh, a pleasure, never a chore and we'll see you all back again next week, we're edging closer to festive season so uh let's hope for a bit of end product all around cheers everyone